0: Welcome to another episode of the Bakari Sellers Podcast. Today, I have someone who it feels like we've known for a very, very long period of time. Uh, we grew up with her. We love her. We adore her. Kyla Pratt. How are you?
1: Thank you. I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We start each one of our episodes kind of unique on the show because we have our guests walk us through the arc of their career. And I'm always fascinated by actors or actresses who got their starts as children. And I think if my research is correct, you got into acting at age seven or eight years old how did that happen and to what age were you when you decided to stay in acting and what was that moment for you
1: uh yes i did start it's around seven eight years old um i grew up watching my mom my mom uh, was and is an actress and um i actually by chance my grandmother was on a plane showing pictures of her grandkids bragging to complete total strangers. And a woman who ran a modeling show asked if I wanted to be in the modeling show. And I said, yeah, you know, I want to be like my mom, like, that'd be cool. And my first modeling show, uh, there was a panel of agents and managers, and I signed with uh, a, a pair of agent and managers that day and I was with them for about 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind
0: of, that's kind of fortuitous. Grandma's love got you a, a career, not just a job.
1: You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I really just started off wanting to be like my mom and then I fell in love with it. And, um, I decided to stick with it literally when I started, I, uh, never really wanted to do anything else. I know sometimes people ask me, what would you do if you weren't in entertainment? And I'm like, uh probably a lawyer cuz i'm really good at um arguing i really
2: yeah.
1: i like to i like to i like to win i like to get my point across i like to um
0: oh you like win. to you like to win arguments that doesn't mean
1: yeah, I know, that no, just I, means I, no i means, a way to win an argument it's
0: <laughs> like you sound like my wife right about now she she just skipped the whole lawyer part just like to win arguments
1: you know uh i also know that um i'm also always very interested in making sure that, you know, we know the laws and we know, um, a lot of things that, uh, we honestly don't have access to and really know about ourselves. And I have been, I've dealt with the justice system a little bit in my life. And so, I would prefer to help people to not have to deal with the same type of issues. But uh, that amount of school, I don't know if I'm able to do that at this time.
0: (laughs) We waiting on on you to get your law degree. Let me know. (laughs) I'm helping you. I'm going to help you study for the bar exam. You just (laughs) let me know when you're ready.
1: One day. One day. We shall see. I don't don't limit myself. Anything is possible.
0: (laughs) That's true. A related question for you is how are you able to manage a successful evolution from child star to adult star? Uh, because I don't, I think it is probably more of a misconception than anything that not every child star, you hear about many child stars who, who have trouble, um, adjusting. How have you been able to manage your evolution from child star to teen star and now adult star and not have many of the, I guess, misconceived pitfalls that many of your other colleagues have had?
1: Um, it's hard all the time, you know, even seeing different people that I used to work with as a child. Um, go through so many things, uh, trying to go from a child um, actor, entertainer, and bring it into their adulthood, because it's not, it's not an easy thing. You know, the world is crazy in general. And when you're in a business like this, you are, um, things are brought to you at such an early age. Um, I think that I've always had a very balanced childhood. Um, I wasn't really focused on, oh, people need to see me, or I'm, oh, how many people are watching this? It was more like it was fun for me. You know, I wasn't forced uh, to have this career. I was given a choice. Um, I also know that my family never, you know, put me on a pedestal. It was always like, oh, that's Kyla. You know, or my mom is like, you better clean your room. You know, like it's it's I was never I was treated like I'm one of the kids, you know? And so it wasn't uh hard to stay humble in that energy of, you know, what you do is just an amazing job, you know. Um I all I just always had a very good support system. I've always had a great uh family that has my back. Um I've always had Really great, great intuition um, about who I allow to be around me um, energy-wise and uh, what people really want, you know? Uh, so yeah, and I'm also, you know, people who don't know me, that don't understand. I got my little um, little gangster side that people don't- Oh,
0: I, I heard that come out your voice just a minute ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I meet people and they're like, oh, Penny Proud. And I'm like, hi, how you doing? And then once they get to know me, they're like, oh. Okay. So I, I think I've, you know, that's helped me a lot with, um, having different people that try to come around. Um, because a lot of the times it's who you are uh, allowed to be around you and suck your energy, um, and take all that from you. So I've been fortunate to, uh, keep my mind together with, um, you know, now going into, you know, adulthood in this industry. And cause there was a time where I, I wasn't working and I was like, how is this going to work? Like, what age do I play? Like, I look so young, but I'm-
0: You can still, I mean, you're a grown woman that can play a teenager.
1: You know, and I've come to the point where I accept it. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, you you have great longevity in this business when you're able to play, you know, different ages. So I accept it. It is what it is. And it's not a bad thing to look young, you know?
0: <laughs> no, but you're, you are an OG in the game. How has the industry changed since Dr. Doolittle? Like, how has it changed since- Then in terms of the pressure and the reason I ask you is because one of the more dynamic parts about your life is motherhood. And would you allow your children to go into the same industry that you're in?
1: Uh, the industry has changed a lot. I think the the main part of it, I would say would be like the whole social media, um, Mm. part of everything. Um,
0: You would have been different with IG and TikTok back in the day. I don't know.
1: Would have, but I'm kind of glad that that was not my life. (laughs) Me too. Uh, To me, that's a whole other, like, enemy to deal, like, I can't imagine, even as an adult, uh, social media is hard to deal with sometimes. And I'm constantly reminding people, like, nobody is perfect, no matter what they're just posting. Um, You have a lot of people out there who I feel like uh, call themselves um, actresses. (laughs) <laughs> and okay. oh, OK. They
0: they act for 30 <laughs> seconds at a time. They're called oh, Instagram reels. Oh, okay?
1: OK, I mean, no. I mean, there's a lot of talented people out there, but now you're dealing with a time where it's like, oh, if you have a lot of social media followers, they'll hire, hire you for a job before um, focusing on uh, the actual project and how it's going to come out. Um, so that's a big difference uh, than back in the day. Uh, But I would say my kids, my oldest daughter has done a couple of commercials. My youngest just told me that she wanted to start. Um, And when they were first born, I was telling their dad, I'm like, no, I don't want them to do this. And he's like, babe, they like we're both artists. There's no way that they're not going to want to, you know, be involved. And so I've kind of I've kind of let up a little bit. And uh, even with their personalities, I'm like, okay, there's no way I cannot. Like, let them explore that. And then also, I want my kids to be happy. So, if they want to try it and if they like it, then they can stick with it. And if not, they want to do something else, then I'll support them in that.
0: I just interviewed Condola Rashad, who's a great actress on Billions in her own right. And um, one of the questions that I ask her is one of the questions I'll ask you. I mean, we are losing so many of our greats in terms of uh, uh, Sydney Poitier and Cicely Tyson, who are. Uh, and you've, you've worked with Eddie Murphy. I mean, you've worked with some real life, like, legends. Right. Who are some of the people who you look up to, um, actors and actresses? And who are some of the people who are still living that you think we need to give their flowers to while they're alive?
1: Um, first of all, Sidney Poitier, I have only had the honor of being in his presence once. And he, he I saw him walking, and he started to walk past me. And that was my first time ever being starstruck. And I froze and I didn't say anything. I just like literally watched him walk by me. And it was like.
0: Oh, you were weird. That's what you were.
1: I was, I was extremely weird (laughs) and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But I feel like that unlocked something. And then I went to Tyler Perry's opening for his.
0: I saw, I saw you there. You ain't, you ain't, it's fine. (laughs) I was like, Hey Kyla, you were like.
1: Don't what do what is Now
0: <laughs> nah, we were drinking Ciroc and having a good time. I was okay. staring at folk all types of awkwardly. I was like, "That's Oprah." It was great. So,
1: and so you did the same thing that I did. I think seeing Sydney Poitier years ago kind of unlocked a little fangirl in me. Because down there, I was like, "Hold on, is that Denzel? Wait a second, is that Spike?" <laughs>
0: Hold, is that Did she just watch I saw her? Holly Berry, and my wife grabbed my my hand extra tight, and I was like, "You got to let me be free." That is Holly her, Berry.
1: Yeah. She just <laughs> let you. She just it was a little reminder to, to remind me yes. what it is. Uh, no, but there's there's so many uh, talented people who I think are absolutely amazing. Eddie Murphy is like the first um, like legend that I ever worked with. I worked with him at nine years old, and I feel like I learned so much from him just watching him. And um, every time I run into him now, it's just the same, still the same great man with great energy. Um, I love.
0: I mean, where, where do you where do you run into Eddie Murphy?
1: Well, I ran into him. Uh, I his daughter had an uh, had an art uh, show right before COVID happened. Um, so I was there and ran into him uh, right before I did all the Dr. Doolittle. When I took over the reign as the Dr. Doolittle uh, doctor. Um, I saw him there when we met when I met with producer, so I don't really run into him like that but every time I was like wait I mean y'all like catching was- <laughs> something. every time I've seen him over the years I'll say that um he still has the same energy same he's so supportive and amazing and that's the first person that I really watched and I was like okay, you can have fun on set, but when it's time to work, it's time to work, you know? And he never said that to me, but that's just something that I got from him being the amazing man that he was to make the set fun for us. Um, I love uh, Taraji P. Henson, uh, just amazing in every way. Angela Bassett, uh, just, there's so many people that I, Jennifer Lewis, like, I just, Lawrence Fishburne, okay? So I did a podcast uh, with the Tate brothers and it's called Bronzeville years ago. And I just, you know, I had worked with them and I was like, you know what? Sure. Like I'll come do something on the broad, on the, on the, on the podcast. And I come in and I'm like, wait a second, we're being directed by Lawrence Fishburne.
0: For a podcast?
1: Yes. Oh, it was, it was an amazing because it was a story. It was like a, um, like a story, like it was written. It was a story. Uh. Um, it was about Chicago back in like I believe the 20s and so it was like we were playing out so
0: I need I'm just sitting here in this hotel room <laughs> North Charleston South Carolina holding my mic in my hand so I need okay oh, I,
1: I, no but it was it was an actual story it wasn't like interviews or anything like that so it's a completely <laughs> different vibe um but yeah Noted. I just I just uh Lawrence Fishburne being in the same room with him it was just like Oh, my goodness. Okay. You know, like, I just went through all the different characters that he's ever played in my mind that I absolutely love. And there's so many people that are just absolutely amazing that I just, I look up to in so many ways.
0: That's, a, I mean, that and, and there are so many new people breaking into the industry that look up to you. And so I hope you recognize that as well.
2: This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, A young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom and the planet of the apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit AnytimeFitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details.
0: You've also done incredible cartoon and voiceover work for years. I mean, other than having an amazing voice for it, how do you get into voiceover work? How did that happen?
1: Um, it's weird because I actually just I auditioned for the proud family and I didn't like my voice at that time. I thought my voice was Uh, (laughs) weird. I tell people I feel like I got sick in like the eighth grade and then it got raspy and it just stayed that way. And I didn't understand. Uh, so when I auditioned, I was like, they are not going to want me for this. I'm like, it's cool. But let me just, you know, try out. And even even after booking it, I was like, are they going to fire me? Because I don't know if I'm, you know, is it cool? Like what? Uh, but I, I, I love that because I haven't always loved my voice. But that goes to show you, like, you might not like something about yourself, but somebody else might think it's amazing, you know, and oh, yeah. I realized how distinctive my voice was until Proud family came out and then I'm like at a grocery store and three aisles over. Someone would come over and be like, Penny Proud's in here. And I'm like, what? And where? I'm she? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm, I also tell people like I'm a very loud person. It's hard for me to be quiet. So there's no like, let's just go somewhere and chill because I can cover up my face and and be incognito. But as soon as I say two words, it's a wrap. <laughs> uh,
0: let's talk about some of your current projects. First, call me Cat. What is it and who's your character?
1: Call Me Cat is a show uh, that I'm filming that is on Fox every Thursday at 9, 8 central. Uh, it stars Maya Bialik, me, uh, Julian Gant, Cheyenne Jackson, Susie Kurtz, and Leslie Jordan. It's a show about a woman uh, who played by Maya Bialik, who uh, decides that she doesn't care what society says that she needs to be happy. She's going to do what she wants to do to be happy. And for her particularly, that is opening up a cat cafe and uh in helping animals get adopted and just bringing joy to people's lives and my character is Randy. I play a barista in the cafe who basically just got hired to be a barista but then we end up becoming the best of friends and we're complete opposites so it's really funny to uh clash with uh Cat's character um and have a lot of fun. So we're just running around. It's like your old school sitcom, four camera comedy and it's just it's a show that helps you smile when all this other crazy stuff is going on in the world.
0: You remember Fridays when you would go and be in front of the TV for, like... Uh, TGIF. <laughs> TGIF. Do you remember that? I mean, those TGIF was, like, so dope. I mean, it was, I guess, 7, thirty, eight 8.30. You just had these back-to-back amazing shows that you came on. had
1: stuff to look forward to as a kid. Like, I'm constantly complaining. Like, telling my kids, I'm like, look, whatever you want to watch, you can stream that at any time.
0: But, I mean, now the TV... I mean, you my anxiety be all fucked up like i gotta watch ozark and like and, and yellowstone and i'm like stressed out watching it but tgif you were just chilling with the family you the, you didn't care what happened next week you just had a good time watching yeah
1: you made time to watch it and you had something to look forward to next week like with this streaming i'm a horrible streamer like i it's hard for me to watch shows because i know that if i get too into it now I feel like what are
0: you what are you watching now
1: Uh, now I'm trying to catch up on Ozark.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Yellowstone
1: is also saved in my queue. Um, I loved Harlem. Like, oh,
0: Harlem was dope. I I was a little resident because my homegirl, Lee Davenport, has a great show out as well. And I thought Harlem was a little close. Um, which one is that? Run the World. Oh, I love
1: love Run the World too.
0: Yeah. So Lee Davenport, Spellman came on the show. Uh, that was her show. And I was like, Harlem a little too close to that. And I watched it. I fell in love with it too. So shout out. There's enough space for all these shows. I was hating and for no reason.
1: And that's the thing. There's enough space for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah.
1: And so I have, I have a bunch of things saved to my queue, but I can't, I, refi- I can't like,
0: Nah, You're a mother, man. Children don't let you be free,
1: but they don't. But then also the only time that I have to watch certain things is late at night. So that means late at night, I'm going to put on a show and I'm really going to stop it before 5 a.m. That's not going to happen. And then now I got to get up and take kids to school and go to work and I slept like really.
0: Yeah. I mean, my wife, my wife, my wife cheated on me, man. She watched, uh, all the Bridgetarian, Bridgetarian, whatever that Bridgeton, show is called. Bridgerton. Man, she watched it the whole night. I, she she watched it from like, she watched all the episodes in one night. And I was like, let me see this show. I was And then I saw why. I was like, that dude is fine. But anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, my, I think my mom was watching Bridgerton. And I was like, oh, I'm not. My mom is always watching some show that I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be into it. And then as soon as I watch it, I'm addicted. And I finished the whole thing as well. And then my man messes me up because like we fall asleep. Like, we'll put something on late night to watch and he can fall asleep to anything Oh, yeah, he, he can deal with sound not me so you put on something like ozark at night and he gonna be over there passed out and now i'm up wide-eyed scared like oh <laughs> so then i'm try- I'm like trying to change the channel and put on something i've seen a million times it's streaming is is, is a bit of a challenge
2: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by jiffy lube cars can be a big investment so it's important to take care of them i once got When to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details.
0: Uh, let's talk about Black Ink Crew because that that's different. Yes. And and your the role you play is a supporting role more so than anything else. Talk about your relationship, where you see your future on Black Ink Crew and how you ended up there because that Most people, when they think about Kyla Pratt, they don't think about Black Ink Crew.
1: Right. Um, I mean, Black Ink Crew, I know that they were trying to get me involved a little bit more. um, And I wanted to make sure that I remained a supporting cast member because that is Compton's show. That's his show. And uh, to me, it's. A- I love
0: that. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, you gotta be support. You don't wanna. You don't wanna take over. You let, no, let the man let, have something. And
1: it doesn't make any. It wouldn't make any sense anyway. And um, it's a show about a black man opening up a tattoo shop in a city where he's from, um, in a city that never allowed tattoo shops in the city like legally before. He's the first one to do it, and um, it's just about him trying to, you know, get his shop together and dealing with. Um, different energies that don't necessarily need to be there. But of course it's reality TV. So they try to keep things interesting. Um, he's doing okay with it because he's not a talker. Like he's not one of those people that's like, oh, you want to argue? Let's argue. He don't, he don't do that arguing thing. So it's been a challenge for him, but but I'm excited for him, for the world to see all that he is and all that he has in, in talents in so many different areas.
0: That's dope. I'm, you, you are being a supportive woman. That's amazing. Perhaps I'll the role, the of course, <laughs> uh, that that uh, people know you and your voice for is with the proud family. And you've got a new project this year coming out. The Proud Family, louder and prouder for people that were under a rock and missed the entire Proud Family era mm-hmm. on the Disney Channel. I don't know who what two people that is, but what is it about? And the, I guess probably the more important question, how's the new Proud Family different from the old Proud Family?
1: The proud family louder and prouder is basically just that it is so much louder than the original, which back then, twenty years ago, if someone would have told me you know twenty years from now, you guys are gonna like talk about more things and be even louder i wouldn't have I wouldn't have understood what they were talking about to me uh the well, the proud family for anyone who has not watched it uh is a show about a young girl who's just trying to navigate family life and her friends and uh, just trying to move through life and have fun and, and balance it all. Um, of course, I feel like it's so relatable because you watch this show and you really just sit back and you feel like a part of you is being seen. Uh, whether it's you as a teenager or just being a, a part of a crazy family, like we all have a sugar mama who like is crazy but has our back. Or we all have an Uncle Bobby who we love but sometimes don't want to claim because he's crazy. Uh, (laughs) And uh, it's so much fun. I think that we've always been a show that never shied against, shied away from uh, certain topics. And I feel like back then, uh, I think the creator said, you know, it was uh, harder because we had to tiptoe around certain things. Um, And nowadays, the updated version is just We're doing the same thing. We're talking about things that people don't always want to talk about. We have situations. We have new characters. We have so many things that people might think shouldn't be there, but we need to represent and show representation in all ways for everybody.
0: Uh, You got me excited. (laughs)
1: Let
0: me ask you a question. Why do you you think there's so much interest now in reboots? Because we've seen them all over the place from Full House to Sex and the City. And obviously this project you're bringing back with the popular Proud Family series. Why do we love reboots so much?
1: I'm not sure. I have to guess that I feel like people just want to feel that same, like the nostalgia from back in the day of of watching something like new and updated. Me and reboots, I have never really been into reboots. I think sometimes I'm not even to like, the number two of a movie. Cause I'm afraid sequels, it's going yeah. to yeah. ruin the original. Um, and in some cases it, it worked out good. And, and re- where reboots are concerned, um, I don't think I've watched a lot of reboots uh, just because I don't want it to kill the old version for me. But the best thing about this reboot is that it's an animated series that still gives you the same essence of what it was in the beginning but it has updated and upgraded itself for twenty twenty two We talk about social media, we talk about everything that's going on right now and that needs to be talked about and addressed, and our kids need to see so you know they feel like you know relatable to it. I just we write they say we write this show, we do this show for ages eight for ages six to eighty six like it's for everybody.
0: did you have any hesitation because it was a reboot i mean this this is what you know, what What some people would argue been one of your signature roles. And did you have any did they have to like woo you a little bit more to come back and, and do this again?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> Proud family is probably the only thing that I didn't have any reservations about. Um, I have been, oh, wow. people have been uh, coming up to me literally every day, probably since it went off the air like talking mess. Like, why is it not on? What did you do? I'm like, I am not the cause. Why'd you do
0: that? You took why that from are you us.
1: Set with me. I can't. I'll call him, but I'll tell him. <laughs> you know, but it's you know. So to know that so many people were affected in such a positive way with this series and what it did for me as a child, recording it, feeling like it helped shaped me in a lot of ways. Um, I why wouldn't I want to be a part of that, you know, coming back and being able to do that for, you know, newer generations and and for older generations or not, you know, us and above, you know, to feel like, hey, I get to go back to my childhood a little bit. Like it's it's I can't wait for everybody to see it. Like, I think everyone is going to be pleasantly surprised. And 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 it was worth it was. It's worth the wait.
0: How can people watch and support you? And when will it start?
1: Uh, the Proud Family: Louder and Prouder is going to premiere on Disney Plus February 23rd, and uh, I believe we have that's right around that's right around the corner. Right around the corner, like literally, just go and save. I think you can save it on your queue or get an get a, a, an alert, a reminder, or just think about my voice saying February 23rd, and uh, <laughs> and make sure you tune in. I think that everybody's gonna love it. I watched one of the episodes and was just cheesing from ear to ear.
0: Let me ask you one quick question before I let you go. It's a, it's along the lines of Disney Plus, but how much have streaming services in so many alternative platforms changed the landscape of the demand for content?
1: I think it's changed. the the. I think it's changed so much. It's like there's so much work out there, especially for entertainers. There's not really a time where you can sit back and hear somebody say, oh, there's nothing out there for work. Like, no, there's a lot of work out there. There's a lot of ways to entertain people. Um, I think it's just, I think it's helped so much in that aspect of being able to, uh, so many different people being able to create and, and get their ideas out to the world. And so many people can touch so many people in so many different ways. There's so many documentaries, there's so many different comedies and drama and scary things. And um, I, I'm glad I love the upgrade. I'm always used to the older, you know, back in the day ways of doing things, but you know, it's helped a lot, especially shows like one-on-one I did one-on-one years ago before streaming before DVDs and they released it on Netflix and everybody went crazy. And so that, I know was,
0: they were like, what? I was
1: like, I don't remember that yeah, <laughs>
0: watching it like it's new.
1: Right. But that's, <laughs> but it's also, you know, introducing a new generation to work that came before them, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I'm able to watch shows that I used to love back in the day, or right, that my mom loved, and bond with her on that. You know, so being able to sit at home sometimes and and catch up on things that I never really knew was out there. I think streaming has helped in a major way.
0: I think the ne- the theme of this episode is Kyla Pratt. She's getting every check in Hollywood that they got out there. I'm not mad at you.
1: They- Put it out there. Keep it <laughs> out there.
0: Send the, the bags text. to the mailbox. She got. She getting mail. She's still getting checks from Doctor Doolittle and cashing proud checks and prouder and louder checks. I, I mean, I love it. How can people follow you on social media?
1: Uh, I am on Twitter and on Instagram at Kyla Pratt K Y L A P R A T T and uh, I run all my own social. Just hit me. Um, if you hit me with some BS, I'ma ignore you.
0: I was about to say, because my friends are terrible. Y'all stay out her DMs. Oh, no, like Lord.
1: I, I'm real good with that though. I'm real, I have some really great people following me. So anybody who does come with any BS, they usually check them for me. And
0: oh, uh, I, there you go. I, I
1: only feed positive energy on my page. We're not having any BS. Anything that comes crazy, you will be ignored or blocked because ain't nobody got time for that.
0: Ain't nobody got time for that. We love you. We we are thankful that you're still today putting out quality content that not only we can consume, but our children as well as we grow up with Thank Kyla you. Pratt. Thank you, baby. Be blessed.
1: Thank you so much.